Unbelievable. Stand by, everybody. Incoming. <laughs> this program is about unsolved mysteries. Whenever possible, the actual family members and police officials have participated in recreating the events. What you are about to see is not a news broadcast. Tonight on 19096, Dateline, December 30th, 2022. An NFL team that looked unbeatable only weeks ago is that was primed for a Super Bowl run. I totally blew it. Let's do this again. <laughs> I can't read my own stuff. We're going to nail this. We're going to get it. Besides, Evan's not even on, so... Here we go again. This program is about unsolved mysteries. Whenever possible, the actual family members and police officials have participated in recreating the events. What you are about to see is not a news broadcast. Tonight on 19096, Dateline, December 30th, 2022, an NFL team that looked unbeatable was primed for a Super Bowl run. Fans thought greatness was within their clutches, but one injury and turnovers galore may be spelling a different destiny for this NFL team. All right, to start the show off first, I'm wearing wearing Kelly Green socks in honor of our Eagles, who had an amazing run, which at the rate they're going right now, it looks like it might be over. (laughs) Rick, your thoughts? Uh, First of all, Robert Stack would be proud of your second uh, take (laughs) of that. The first one, uh, I don't think, not so much. Uh, Yeah, uh, we seem to be, you know, that team that uh, is careening towards a quick exit stage left uh, in the playoffs. So yeah. It is not looking good. No, it's uh, optimism does not reign supreme like it did weeks ago. And uh, Evan, the Giants fan, is is probably uh, enjoying this more than anyone else, I think, at this point. No? <laughs> I was going to say to John earlier there, Walter, that the, uh, <laughs> the title of this podcast should be One... Or are we going to be the five seed? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One or five. Take your pick. Take your pick. It's a toss-up. Where up. are we going on the road for the first playoff game? <laughs> Not only that, I mean, the Eagles, I mean, they blew their uh, draft pick, too. I mean. <sighs> exactly. Uh, it's just it's just bad news all the way. It's just a bad look all the way around for, for, for uh, the Eagles. It's, I, I, I just can't make sense out of it. I mean, you get blame. Hurts his shoulder and uh, uh, injuries, but he's still got a lot of talent. It just doesn't explain how you lose to the Saints. 
look, I don't want to say I told you so, but last week I was like, Gardner Minshew is a problem. You guys are like, oh, no, he didn't lose the game. But uh, Actually, uh, you know what? I'm going to have to stop you there because I went back and listened to it, and I was hesitant. I said, I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know about this. And, and uh, I think my uh, hesitation was – oh, I think both of our hesitations were, were valid, especially after coming out of the, a beatable, um, you know, a four-turnover performance, you know, Against the, the Cowboys. The Eagles played as if they were like, hey, someone told them right before they ran out, like, hey, Jalen could play, but we're going to hold him back another week, right? And so everyone else was just kind of like, well, we're just going to go through the motions because the big game's going to be next week, right? There wasn't like so this oomph. And remember also last week we talked about Lane Johnson, right? He was going to play, and oh, how's he going to play? How's he going to play? Oh, man, he's not going to have surgery. And then he didn't play. And yeah. let me throw a stat on you guys. Oh, Are you ready? Here we go. You ready Let's for this? Go. Let's go. Stats. Since 2016, the Eagles, when um, uh, Lee Johnson plays, they are 59-29-1. When, when he does not play, <laughs> they are 9-29. Wow. Uh, okay, so here, yeah, I don't know whether to cheer that or to boo that because I'm very conflicted. But either way, Lane Johnson is basically yeah! Yeah! yeah. That's basically what you're saying. Well, it, there's this whole talk about oh he's going to play, he's going to play. Oh my gosh, this is going to play, and then he didn't play. Yeah. And I think it just goes back to like you know if it was a playoff game, he probably would have played. He probably would have played, and they knew they have an out. You know, playing against the. Uh, uh, you know the G-men this weekend. This weekend at home, they knew this was like, eh, let's try to go with like our bare minimum this week. Backup quarterback, backup right tackle, and see what happens. And only hand the ball to Miles Sanders twelve times when he's averaging five yards a carry, which that doesn't make any sense to me either. Right, right. I think it also, you know, there's a lot of people going into the game says, oh, Gardner Minshew could start for you know almost all you know half of the 32 teams in the NFL, I think that's pretty, like, <laughs> you know, he, he, it's, he's not, it's not like he's going to walk into a starting job next year. You know, he's on, a, uh, he's on his last year of his contract, and I don't foresee him being the backup for the Eagles next year, or I don't know, you know, where he would be uh, next year as a backup. Well, that goes back to... Uh you know, my, my question of the week, the, the uh, uh, Ace Auto Parts question of the week, who will be the backup for the Eagles next year? Any guesses? Any thoughts? Any, any uh, you know, will they? Okay, so connected to this. Taylor Heineke. Pre- <laughs> oh, God. Not, no way. Not Carson Wentz. Not Carson Wentz. So He'll be lucky to be in the Arena League next year. Yeah. That's it. That, we'll get to that later. Dad's reaction to the game was that he thinks that the Eagles should draft a quarterback with the Saints pick in the first round this coming draft. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. How, how was it watching the game with Dad, John? Well, unfortunately, we could not watch the game because we were in an area that uh, uh, prefers uh, your Chicago Bears over our Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, all we could do was uh, listen uh, to Merrill and company uh, online. So, Okay, so how was listening to the game with Dad? Uh, he was very um, focused, I think is a good way of putting it. 
Do you have some questions for you? No, very few questions. Oh, I think, I, think we, I think we've made them self-conscious of the questions. No, well, no, I, I don't think, okay, because Dad's in the next room for those that, uh, you know, for all our fans out there, just so they know. I think, and, you know, Dad could prove me wrong, but I think because he had to listen to the game and not see it, the ability to rapid-fire questions like you're used to, Rick, was uh, right. inhibited. Right. So, um, yeah, but I, I'd be curious who who would be the bat. I I don't. I mean, I can't imagine the Eagles are going to draft. I mean, they could draft another quarterback in the late rounds, but I got to think they're they're probably eyeing someone out there off another well, team have, for their have backup. Guy, uh, have you guys learned from anything from your father? Uh, yes, just nothing related to uh, <laughs> you know, player what, personnel. What does Dick always tell you? Stay in the trenches. It's one and lost in the trenches. That's true. You're right. You're right. Can we talk about the Browns and Sam Huff? I would give myself an A+. Plus. <laughs> no, the Eagles will definitely pick uh, O-line and D-line in the first round. So, I mean, that's... You know, well, yeah, so. as a consequence of that game now, it's like a 12th, uh, a number 12 pick, as yeah. opposed to... We were talking... Earlier this year, they'd be like top three. Well, if it's any consolation, this means them by losing the game means they probably won't go to the Super Bowl, which means their pick will be a little higher uh, <laughs> that they actually own in the draft later this year. Their pick so. might be right after their pick. From yeah, the yeah, exactly. Yeah. May have back to backs at this rate. Um, uh, but but Jalen is currently listed as as limited practice on a Wednesday, which. You know, I would say there's no way he's not playing in this game this week. Yeah, I heard uh, Sirianni had a press conference today, and they asked him straight out, and he was like, well, we'll have to see, you know. And, oh, my God. And it's total, you know, gamesmanship um, yeah. as to you know, what's going on there. So. I think last week was a bit of gamesmanship, and they tried to, like, all right, let's 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 keep him in the shrink wrap for one more week because we don't really have to win this game, and it kind of backfired. So, um, it goes to show you, though, you know, when you when you finally and your boys finally got bit with, it, or or are in the process of getting bit with the injury bug. You know, you got some big time starters that have gone down, and the yeah. Delhi guys and the Wawa guys, they ain't cutting it. No, we we got a couple Delhi and Wawas in the uh, in the secondary right running around in the secondary right now that are wreaking havoc. So. Well, I think also, I mean, I think part of the team was, uh, you know, if you guys didn't see the game, the interception that that A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown kind of threw Minshew under the bus after the game because he looked over, saw the read, and then A.J. Brown was trying to get his attention as, like, not to throw it to me, right? And he threw it, like, as a quick slant without even taking a second look, and the guy just stepped in front. A.J. Brown almost kind of, like, gave up on the play, right? Yeah. And yeah. the guy caught it and just like waltzed in ten yards for uh, the touchdown, which yep. was you know made it unfortunate. I think it was like thirteen ten to twenty to ten with like two or three minutes left, which basically ended the game. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was he could have if you see the play again, he could have like done more to I, prevent the guy from you know catching the ball, but he was just kind of half-assing it, which goes back to what I was saying earlier that he's just like. 
you know, the, I think the attitude of the team was, you know what, we really don't have to win this one. You know, we got next, we'll, we'll get it next week with, you know, Jalen. Yeah. I, I hope, yeah, I watched that, I watched that same clip over and over again. It, and someone online did like a breakdown of it, but it definitely like AJ Brown's effort to kind of, if he knew what was coming, then, you know, he didn't really kind of, you know, throw himself in front of that, uh, Pass to like prevent that from happening. You should have just right. gone straight into like defensive mode, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing or what he was trying to do. Right. Um, so. Right. Um, so it was basically like a half-ass attempt at trying to win. Yep. Um, but also, I heard reports before the game that if uh, Hertz. That Hertz wanted to play. He threw before the game. You know, he looked. You know, he looked good. And then I heard a couple of the players also say, you know, sometimes you have to protect the player from himself, right? As if he's trying to come back too fast. And so, I think all of this stuff is completely over, you know, overblown. He's going to play on Sunday. He's uh, definitely playing. Everyone's going to be juiced up. We're going to be playing the, you know. Wawa and Sheets and, and uh, you know, uh, Jersey Turnpike rest stop workers. Um, yeah, the, the Roy Rogers, of, yeah. Instead of Saquon Barkley, we're going to be playing against Scott Barley or something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, right, there's a so. clause in the Cayman Bowl. If you lose to the Wawa workers, it's a case of Caymans. <laughs> well, oh, I, I'll, I, you know what? I'll take it. Oh, oh, and the gauntlet has been thrown down. Wow. So what's, what's 75? Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> wow, I'm just, I just committed myself to almost 1000 bucks. Big time, baby. Woo! Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. wow. You heard it first here, baby. Well, <laughs> Before so we commit to that. If they play in the, what happens if they end up playing in the playoffs? Does that, does that factor into this equation? Or is oh, that absolutely. Like, yeah, no, it, it has to. I mean, it's, it's, uh, wait. So, okay. So if they lose, but. Oh, no, no. If they lose to the Wawa and the Delhi Makers. Regardless of the, regardless of the win loss. Totally. Uh, I'm okay. up nine bottles. Ten, ten <laughs> bottles. Wow. All right. You just threw it down there, John C. Man, I, I, may, I may be uh, paying off this debt for a couple of years. <laughs> the executive producer is looking at you right now like, what did you just I, uh, I heard this banging on the wall just through the glass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I love it. All right, it's on. All right. This should be exciting. I would give myself I mean, an A+. Plus. A+. Plus. Do, we, do we really, I mean, so what uh, what? Uh, what are the Giants going to do? Are they going to like start their play, play play their players for half and then rest them? Or yes, I think that's exactly. Out? Saquon Barkley's not even going to suit up. Or I'm I'm thinking they they pull like a preseason game sort of thing and they play for like yep. the two first possessions and then they 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 sit them after that. So that would that would be my guess. That would make sense to me because at this point they can't really move up all that much in the. Uh, uh, no, they're locked in at no. six. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, a, they're a wild card because they're not going to win the division. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're at nine and six, and if they lose, they don't move, and if they win, I mean, they can't get above Dallas, who's 12 and four, so they're, you know, win or lose, they're still going to be a six. 
And yeah. honestly, I think it's a better play if you end up losing. So be it. I'd rather go play in Minnesota than all the way out to Santa Clara. That's not a good first round matchup. Well, right. Well, right the Vikings now, stink. San Francisco's the, 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 the number two. Yes, now. that is correct. Yeah. San Francisco's the number two right now. Yep. Right. So Giants so play six three. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, playing, I would rather play Minnesota than San Francisco. Because uh, looking at the Giants injury report right now, the DNPs did not practice. Is your center, a D-line, linebacker, and Leonard Williams, another D-line. And then your limited practice is a cornerback. And thank God, Xavier McKinney, back from his uh, sledding accident uh, during, the, during, <laughs> during, his, uh, uh, during his time off. Uh, what was that, like five weeks ago now? I mean, that cost him what? I mean, that, was like, that accident must have cost him a, a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah, that is the of foolishness. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure yeah, he I, didn't get There's no way. I would I would like to recognize the Giants because I looked at I was looking at the score throughout the game on Sunday. I was like, what are the Giants doing up like two or three scores? Like what am I am I on the right game? Am I rec- looking at the right Giants? Well, if you if you showed me two scores and didn't show me the teams but told me it's either the Giants game or the Eagles game, I would have guessed it was the other way around. I would have guessed that the score that you showed me that was actually the Eagles game was actually the Giants versus the uh the the Indianapolis Saturdays. Interesting. But as we know, that's not the case. Yes. So. so congratulations to the Giants. Thanks, sir. Whooping Good to be back on, in on the, the postseason. Yeah. yeah. Although Kayvon uh, Thibodeau didn't really have a good look this past week, uh, doing a a, uh, <laughs> a that was uh, awkward. I will snow. <laughs> Snow Angel next to a, a convulsing um, Nick Foles. That was uh, not a good look that, for that, him. That was not. Like what? I actually I didn't actually see what was the injury that that Foles ha- ended up having. Broken ribs. Oh, yeah. is that what it was? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that clip must have been played a thousand times uh, over the uh, the social medias. It was not a good look for him. Well, Saturday, I mean, his comments were over the top too. What did I he can't say? Believe my players didn't go after him and like and and, and mess him oh. up and da da da. And it was like, dude, that, what? Yeah. That dude's a doofus. He is a total yeah. doofus. Yeah. Um. Yeah, where were we? Sorry. I just got sidetracked trying to surf the internet for something and I got, couldn't find it. So, um, so Minshew's out. Uh, Hertz is probably in. Lane Johnson? Do we? I haven't seen anything on Lane Johnson if he's coming back. I'm saying he's probably not playing. Uh, what's his face? CJ, GJ, or whatever his name is, RDB, who's led the league in a Interceptions for the for the for the past five weeks, even though he hasn't paid for play for four weeks. I guess he's eligible to come back now, so that's good. Uh, Robert Quinn is eligible to come back. 
And obviously, uh, we're not expecting uh, Sweat to, to show up at this game for good reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lane Johnson, Johnson, Maddox, and Sweat were all, did not practice. Uh, Sweat says he's going to be back this season. I hope that's the case, but after he's wheeled off, uh, it was a little scary. And John, your favorite to show up on the injury report this week, Miles Sanders with a knee. Yeah, no, knee this race on uh, Sunday. Uh-oh. Yeah, the first time that uh, yeah he's shown up on the injury report. So that's a uh, that's exciting. That's see, that's what happens when Doc Rivers opens up his mouth. Like bad stuff starts happening. What? <laughs> what an idiot! Like yeah, why hey, would you say that? Stay in your lane. You know, th- yeah, totally you screwed up one sports team here, right? Stay over there. Like we do not. If I was Nick Sirianni, I, I would totally be like, yeah, the Sixers are definitely going to the finals this year. <laughs> no question. Right. No question. Yeah, total. You know, jackass. I mean, I don't know what he's trying to do or prove, or but yeah, stay in your lane, pal. Yeah, I think that, it's a that great guy. He's literally lucky he still has a job here in Philadelphia. Yep. So. Yep. Just stay in his lane. Um, anything else related to this past week's game that we want to talk about? Aside from uh, Gardner Minshew is not going to get a starting job next year after the two performances he put on. Yeah, not. Uh, and how he's definitely not re-signing him. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna go I mean, off and be back up to Brock Purdy somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, the Giants don't want him. You guys don't want him. Up there? No, we're gonna pass. <laughs> Wait, uh, you know, what? actually, that's a good question. I, who who's the backup quarterback for the Giants? Great question. Oh, uh, the, what's his name? The the guy from the Bills, Tyra Tyrone. Uh, Josh Allen. Uh, Tyrod oh, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good backup. He, he's definitely yeah. one of those guys that like. If if he had a moment, you know, in the playoffs, he could carry you, right? He could get you a win or two. He's not exactly a slouch. Right. So if he comes in the second half and you can still put up three, three, four touchdown passes against the Eagles, that's two cases, Cor. <laughs> what? No. Okay. We're, we're capping this bet at a case. <laughs> yeah. A note, a note was just passed to him by the executive producer. We've we got to Stop put a cap it. on this bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop the madness. Yeah. Jeez, please. What are you doing? Um All right, anything else in regards to our Eagles, Saints, and uh kind of the latest and greatest news about our once great Philadelphia Eagles now who look somewhat pedestrian? Yeah. I I am the shine on the season. Even though I mean it, it does sound kind of crazy. They are thirteen and three. Um but you know, they've lost two of the last three games. But that's the thing, right? It's once you know you're going to the playoffs, it's tough to stay motivated every week. Right. But you're right. professional athletes. I know, man. But you're like, you know what? I don't want to go. I don't want to make that extra hit. I don't want to get back up. I know we're playing in January. Uh, so, you know, it, it's tough. Yeah. It's a tough thing. Cause it's well, like, and it's also, I mean, you know, I've been saying this for the past couple of months. Just because you win a bunch of games in September on October, that doesn't mean anything in December and January. It's who's playing the best in December true. and January. That, and that's the part that has me most concerned is just they, they don't have that kind of late season rhythm that 
that uh, you'd like to see um, you know, in a team you know going what, to the playoffs. You know what concerns me the most is, I mean, now, you know, I think the Eagles have kind of been exposed, right? Um, they're going to, whatever team plays the Eagles is going to try and bust up Jalen Hurts as much oh, as Oh, they're just going to, oh, completely, yeah. Oh, yeah. <coughs> they're coming for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to, you know, every play, every read that they're going to do, they're going to make it look like, oh, Jalen, you should pull the ball and run, right? Um, that's the only option. That's the option that they're going to give them so that they have a chance to rough them up because they know if Mitchu gets in there, he's going to get eaten alive by a playoff team in the playoffs. Yeah, and I think a 15-yard penalty is, is small pickings for a uh, uh, difference between just changing the paradigm of a team and just well, a single play. We saw that a couple of years ago with Seattle and the Eagles and Carson Wentz, right? That one play yeah. where he got speared in the back or in the neck or whatever, and he's out, and then... In came uh, Josh Josh Hartnett. Who what was it? What was his name? Yeah, uh, the guy Siri doesn't was, understand. Yeah, I I don't know, but I've tried to put that guy's name like extinguish that guy's name in my mind because he was like he was in there for like three plays and tore both his hamstrings and yeah he was uh what was his name Josh something Josh now I gotta look it up Uh, Josh McCown that's right yes. There you go, Rick. I just, okay. you know, I just ruined your, I just ruined your night's sleep for you. There you go. Thank you for refreshing my memory, John. He, he is, yeah. He, I would say he is not a dog. He's a cat. He's like Taylor Heineke kind of stuff. Yeah, he was more coach than uh, player when he was here. Yeah, he could not run. Right. No. Yeah, I remember all too well in '09. The Giants were cruising. They, they, they were killing everybody. They only had like two or three losses. And, just, and they kind of dialed it back in December, and they got the bye, and well. Philadelphia came in and beat them. Maybe. And the Giants, I think, were 13-3 and three that year, and it was like, what? What the hell just happened? <laughs> uh, I just got a question from the executive producer, Evan the Giants fan. Did you just make a Taylor Swift reference? No. Oh, Okay. You did. You just didn't know it. So I did. Oh. Yeah, all too well. Is you know what? what? You, you could ask me yeah. name one Taylor Swift tune. I'm gonna have to say, I don't know. I call, oh, name a Taylor Swift song. I bet you can. I can't. I don't. I don't know anything. She You're, plays guitar, right? Yeah. Sure. She plays, <laughs> she plays guitar. Has a lot of boyfriends. Um, yeah, tons. She sings. <laughs> Good yeah. singer, I heard. Yeah, you know. But she no, is not, actually from know. the Philadelphia area. Why oh, there you go. I did, did not know that either. I give her. A she an Eagles fan? Uh, I would give myself an A plus. I, I think she does her best to try to make herself like that. She's from Nashville, right? So I think. Oh yeah, that. yeah. That's yeah. very much where the like in yeah. You'd yeah. be a little I'm cooler, a, a little market. I can't be a country singer from rural Philadelphia. Sure, you can. Uh, yeah, but I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to Around the NFL? Yes. Let's go to Around the NFL time. So I think 
since we're more of a light-hearted uh, show, we're not, you know, the DeMar Hamlin story is a little too, I think it's, you know, A, I think it's, you know, everyone kind of knows what's going on there. Uh, freak accident on the field, Monday Night Football. I don't know if there's much else to kind of rehash there. Um, unless you guys have anything else to add to that. Um, Didn't think so. Unfortunate, yeah, it's an unfortunate uh, situation. We hope he gets better. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You know. No question. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, everyone kid comes back 100%. Yep. Yep. Uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum, the Commandos, our Washington Commandos, Debuted their new mascot this past week. Rick, can you can you please describe <laughs> when when you said when you said the opposite side of the equation? I thought you meant for being super serious, and, you know, our usual talk, completely silly. Uh, I, I think we're oh, well. I, well uh, you there. tell me. Yeah, yeah. The uh, mascot, like, I, uh, I think they're trying to channel like the hogs, but you know, yes, once again, the thought. Washington. Uh, football team, the Washington Commanders, whatever you want to call them, um, they are the laughing stock, and they're great to look at and just laugh at and be like, oh my gosh, I am glad I am not a fan of that team. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. coming on the heels of uh, you decide to start one Carson Wentz, and I, I'm sorry, I lost count. How many interceptions did he throw last week? Uh, he threw three. Three. And did they win? Come on, the best, the best part of that, though, was the coach. Come on. When they, some of the reporters like, you know, if you, if you lose, you got eliminated. And he's like, what? <laughs> right. We're eliminated? We're that was eliminated. the best. It's like, dude, yeah, you're out of the playoffs, you bozo. <laughs> that dude. I mean, How do you not know that you're playing for your playoff life? It's like, come on, Rivian. Yeah, that guy's Rivian. just yeah. collecting the checks. Please. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I sent you guys that video. Jack was, uh, my son Jack was at the game, and there were, like, not people within rows of him. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was empty. That was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I would I would say you, you'd probably see that at a, uh, at a Houston Texans game, where, you know, the, the, the fan is, you know, the, the, the following is probably not as rabid, but... I mean, to, to see that at a... Well, the, at the a, crazy why? thing about it, too, was before the game, they were still eligible for the playoffs. I mean, now <laughs> they would have had needed help, right? Great to that. But the fans don't even show up when they're still playoff eligible. I still... Do, I was totally caught off guard that Carson Wentz was starting. I don't know why they decided to do that, because three weeks ago, Taylor Beer was like the greatest quarterback known to man. Yeah, well, uh, I think... What happened? <laughs> uh, Let's go ask Ron. I think it was... You yeah. know, we got eliminated? <laughs> it just shows you how how ridiculous that, that whole franchise is. Um, yeah, I think they just... I think they woke up to reality. I mean, their past couple games, uh, they went... You know, uh, their past four, uh, past three games, they were 0-2-1. They tied the Giants, they lost to the Giants, they lost to the 49ers, and then this past weekend they lost to the Browns. So I think they made that change thinking, oh, like, you know, we need to make a change at quarterback, and 
you know, obviously it wasn't a change for the better. Yeah. Well, Sam Howell is getting the start this week. Who's Sam Howell, everyone? Uh, I believe that's their, what, second or third round draft pick this past year? Uh, out of, I think, UNC? Of, uh, yes. Chapel Hill. Uh, I think if you, if you were to, and Sam Howell's one of those guys, if you were to look at a, uh, a mock draft a year before the draft, he was top two or three, but he fell for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, not worth getting into here, but... Yeah, he can. Uh, I saw a couple of his games last year. He can sling it. Yep, yep. Funny enough, I'm on the website hogsheaven.com, which is their SB Nation <laughs> site, which is a terrible name. On one, you know, they have uh, multiple tiles up of headlines. Uh, a headline um, uh, day before yesterday: Taylor Heineke expected to start versus Cowboys, and then you just look up a line above. Uh, Sam Howell getting the start versus the Dallas Cowboys. So clearly uh, it's even from the headlines that you see on their fan sites, if you will, they, they're they kind of in a bit of a disarray, which falls in line with their handling of the Sean Taylor statue or whatever you want to call that and a terrible mascot debut. So. Yeah, which we still don't know what, what the hell that thing is. Let me just read you some of the headlines. And this isn't national media. This is the local, uh, you know, press that covers uh, that team in Washington. The Washingtonian, why Major Tutty is pretty. Five reasons we loathe the new <laughs> commander's mascot. Highlights wait, wait, wait. Lowlights. What's his name again? Wait, what's his name? Major Tutty. 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 Wow. Uh, the Washington Post highlights lowlights as commanders lose to Browns debut Major Tutty. Uh, and then NBC in Washington, fans give Major Tutty, the new commander's mascot, a thumbs down. I mean, yeah. And then Sports Illustrated, think- NFL World Roasts Commander's New Porcupine Mascot. Porcupine. Porky the Pig. I mean, I think this goes back to, like, if if uh, Jeff Bezos does indeed buy the, the Washington Commandos, He's just got a clear house and just hit the control alt delete, right? Right. No question. I mean, yeah. Start but, over. Just like literally, like release everybody on the team and be yeah. like, we're starting over. Yeah, Sergeant Tutty, you get your walking papers too. <laughs> you can you can go be the mascot at the local high school down the street. But I change uh, the name. It's dumb. It's not sticking. I'm like I I keep calling them the Commandos. I I know. <laughs> Because like, I keep saying that, I know it's commander. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I have it ingrained in me to say the commandos. <laughs> if Be- if Bezos buys the team, then what does he name him? Does he name him like the Washington Amazonians? Amazonians? Yeah. Or the, sure. The, the yeah, Washington why not? Bezoses? The Washington Jeffs? I mean, that's better than the commandos. <laughs> Washington spaceships? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The monuments, yeah. anything, anything's better than the commandos and the tutties. I mean, but I mean, I, the, the thing, I mean, he wouldn't change the name though. He's, I mean, they basically got to stick with that for. They can, he can't just arbitrarily change the, the, the team mascot, right? I mean, why they still have a W on their helmet? It's not like they have to go and change that. No, oh, that's a W. I thought it was a taco holder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that is. 
No. Okay. It's it's bad in yeah. Landover. Let's just all agree on that. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, it's right. terrific. I think right. that's something we, as a Giants fans and Eagles fans, we can kind of, <laughs> like, a, like a dog rolling around on a dead seal on a beach. It doesn't get any better on this. Um, yeah, we don't want that uh, that franchise to get healthy anytime soon. No, and it's they certainly are not on the. Uh, they're kind of in the uh, in the realm of um, our Denver Broncos, who are just in a world of hurt. So, who, which you know, as we already said, is recently purchased, and I'm sure the Waltons will uh, start spending some money to bring that. I think uh, I think Goodell should just be like. Go to the franchise and say, "Hey, guys, Guy, guys, guys, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. The USFL for a couple of years uh, until you get your act together." And then I think that's a great idea. Bring up to get back in the league. Yeah, bring up the Philadelphia Stars for or, for a year. That's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Um, in other news, uh, I just totally lost my train of thought. That's not the other news. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, sorry, here it is. Uh, so Jim Harbaugh is in the running for another head coaching position uh, with the Carolina Panthers. Um, so that would be interesting to see if uh, old Harbaugh makes his way back to the NFL, which I wouldn't mind. I think he's a very entertaining, fun personality. I wouldn't mind him as a head coach of my football team. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I think he's he's probably... Probably there. I think he. I think he makes a move this year. Now, I have a low bar for, in that franchise as well. So, indeed, have yeah, they haven't had a winning. Se- does that uh, does Harbaugh count as a retread or a rinse and repeat or? Yeah, is he is he part of the washing machine? Absolutely. <laughs> so okay, so then that means you can go down to college football for four or five years. And then come back, and you're still technically in the NFL coaching washing machine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's say you're you're a coach that's being sought after. What team would you would you like to go to work for? The, the Arizona Cardinals, the no. Atlanta Falcons, no the Panthers, no the Texans, maybe the Broncos, no the Colts. The Raiders or the Browns? Any of those appeal to you? I'm going I, Texans. Yeah, I think I'm going Texans. I'm sticking with Texans. And I'll be honest, most of that was probably due to uh, the tax benefits of the state of Texas. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But I think that being said, aside it's from It's a like shiny, a, fancy stadium, too, they got down there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you'll get a... Yeah. Although I'm not a big fan of Houston, but you know I could probably I could probably make do with my uh, two million dollar salary. I could probably right. figure something out. It's not enough to live on, but it's a start. You can get some endorsements. Um, you know, it, Indianapolis, you got to deal with Ursay. Not that the Texans have a great kind of you know front office right now, anyway. But um, the Broncos Panthers, you have to yeah. deal with Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah. I think the Broncos would be a, a distant last because you have no draft picks and you got to deal with Russell Wilson, which just seems like a pain in the butt. Right. Uh, the Panthers, you know, the Panthers are yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't get the appeal of having to go to Carolina at this point. 
And here's a newsflash. The entire state of Arizona will be shutting down <laughs> due to the lack of water. So there will <laughs> no longer be a state in the union. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard. It'll just um, be someplace you drive through. Yeah. I heard San Francisco is getting a foot of water over the next uh, 24 hours. Rick, don't worry about it. They're going to be in a perpetual uh, drought for the next 500 years. Okay. <laughs> so true. It's so. I was, I, I, I was wondering I, what kind of dent that would make in the uh, none, none. none. Yeah, very little. It's, a, it's none. definitely a dent because I, the state of California has no reservoir system. None. Yeah, exactly. They have no way to gather this, so they're totally screwed. I I have driven literally through, gotten stopped in you know I wouldn't I wasn't able to get to work for a couple of years over you know because there was just so much rain. But for some reason we're still in a drought. I just. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, guys, I literally can't get to work because there's so much water. <laughs> so, anyway. It's amazing. You talk to them, and they're like, well, we got, we got this thing called the, uh, the Sierra Mountain Range, and we hope that, it, that the snowpack just kind of hangs out there for a year yeah. or so. And then it runs off into the streams and rivers, and yeah, we're great. We're in great. We're shape. great. Yeah, for like a year, and then it's like, oh, we're we're <laughs> we're drought again. No one, no one, you know. It is and crazy. Even, it's like there's yeah. no rain, and now there's too much rain. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 nuts. And yet, you know, even when they raised our rates, uh, because like, oh, you know, on, on great years, that, wow, that's funny. The rates never came down when it rained a lot. So that's that's funny how that that never happened. So. Totally. Anyway, that's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about. Right. Uh, I, know, I know we like talking about ridiculous things, so that's why I brought that up. Yeah. But I will, uh, yeah. I will return volley on your on on uh, that question, which was a good one. That was an interesting question. Who would be the kind of the worst mascot of all time? Like, what are what are some of the terrible ones out there? Well, good I thought question. it was going to be Gritty, the Flyers mascot, but he has uh, developed a cult following. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a sad about. part. No, I know. You're, that's a sad part with the internet is you develop cult followings and then so you get like uh, 10,000 people to write a petition and it just, whether it's real people or not. Um, I'll be the first to say it, the Giants mascot is absolutely terrible. There is a Giants mascot? Yeah, there's like some like dude running around like a gigantic head. <laughs> looks like he was supposed to be oh, a giant. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's awful. What, wait, a, a guy with a giant head? Is that like... Because he's yeah. a giant, a giant. Yeah, he head. looks like a giant, you know, and I'm just like, it's so. Is he supposed to look like a giant? I guess I don't know, but it's so dumb. It's really bad. Yeah, and I it's think not the mayors a, uh, are just the mayors are like, we don't care. Just, we just, you know, we need a mascot, do we? Okay, why not cheerleaders? No, we don't need cheerleaders. But get get me some guy in a gigantic head. Yeah, it's literally just like an oversized head on a on a body on like a small body. Right, exactly. It's kind it's, of alarming, actually. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, yeah, it's bad. Um, are we still in around the NFL? I think we are, technically speaking. But you yeah. know, I think uh, around I the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars could very well host a playoff game. Excuse me, what? <laughs> Excuse yeah. me, what? They're eight names. There's... They have the fourth seed. <coughs> Wait, that w- I'm sorry. That would require Jacksonville to have a football team for them to host a playoff game. So I'm confused by your statement. Yes. Yes. Do they even have a stadium? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where do they play? They just play at Florida State. They play where the uh, Eagles played a Super Bowl, unfortunately. That, another thing in my distant memory I'm trying to forget. I think Donovan McNabb the, left part of yeah, himself yeah. on the field there. Yeah, I was, was going to team at the Barf Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, it just goes to show the, the power of, uh, you know, a really good, a good head coach. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, that how much Dougie P's turned that uh, team around in just one year. Yeah, it's, it's also I'm glad to see it too because when he was here, everyone was like, when they hired him, literally <laughs> there was guys on uh, WIP that somebody called in like the day before he was hired and was like, I think the guy's going to be Doug Peterson. It was uh, Glenn Macnow and the guy who was the writer who's in the NFL Hall of Fame. And they both laughed at him. They're like, Doug Peterson? No way! And the next day, they're like, Doug Peterson is the coach. Yeah. Um, so he was like, you know, everyone was like, oh my gosh, this must be their last choice, the only person who would take the job. Um, it wasn't Ruben, no, Ruben, uh, I was going to say Ruben Frank's not in the Hall of Fame, duh. No. Uh, um, uh, I know you're talking about, I can't think of his Ray, name. Right uh, did it, Ray, did it, yeah, yeah, Ray, yeah, yeah. By the way, why does uh, Reuben Frank always look like he just got off a red eye? Um, I don't know. How, how, why do they put that guy on the air? I mean, he just looks like a mess the whole time. <laughs> he doesn't, you know, he doesn't show the, the, the city very well. No, he's definitely a guy that should stick to radio. Yep, yeah, he's got, or, a, he's got a... Writing, um, you know. Um, he's got a, a, a hairdo and a face. Yeah. Uh, anything else for around the NFL? Any hot topics that we need to address or discuss? Well, I'm I'm curious. Uh, you know, what is the NFL going to do? Is everything just getting pushed a week? That's a good question. I you know I think they're they're in a really weird spot because yeah I don't know what do you do I honestly I mean. As an Eagles fan who has the injury bug right now, I would be a big fan of that, right? I mean, yeah, I, I think, think the entire a, end, all the all the teams, right? I think there are a lot of teams who would like any team that's got the injury bug right now would love that. A, a team that is just dealing right now, like if I'm the San Francisco 49ers, I'm like, no way, let's go, we're we're rolling. Right. Our guy Brock is 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 pitching shutouts and. You know, I'm sure the Raiders don't care, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I, it's that's a terrific question. I think that's a, hard, a really hard one to answer. The one, the one idea that's been floated here in the Philadelphia area, which I don't think they're going to do, um, but to um, basically push everything back a week, and then you know not have that bye week between the. Um, conference championship games and the Super Bowl. Mm. Right. I think that makes the most sense. There's no way they're moving the Super Bowl. No, they, I'm sure they can't because, I mean, no. there's so much, like, a, you know, other stuff that goes on around that that just they yep. couldn't. Yeah. But then if you do that, you're giving all the other teams in the playoffs basically buys for a week. Yep. Yep. Which is not a terrible thing, but I certainly wouldn't want uh this would be the usual fare every year to like add another buy in there just to like delay the season that much more. Well, do you just 
do you, well, basically the three things are you declare it a tie, right? Um, you play it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or you just say, you know what, we're going to pretend like that game never happened and, you know, just go forward with everyone's record the way it is. But you can't do that because then you're basically giving Kansas City home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Right, right. But, I mean, at the same time, you're bu- the number two and number three are Buffalo and Cincinnati. You know, what What do those two teams like? Do you really want to play another game between now and, you know, okay, clearly they're not going to play a game between now and Sunday's game, right? No, yeah. definitely. So yeah. um, do you make them play a game and then, you know, three days, you know, like next Wednesday? Make them play, finish that game, and then they have to turn around and play playoff games on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that's not happening either. Yeah. And <clears throat> so, you know, I think it's you either make you either push everything back a week, or you basically say, forget it. Like we're gonna either. There's no assess. easy answer. It's yeah. Really, no. It's, no. It's a really tough, tough decision because you're right. It's like, what are they? Okay, let's say it's one of those top teams, right? Do they play at a neutral site? If it comes down to that, you know, the owners well, and the fans are going to go ballistic if that happens. They're not going to want that. Someone once told me, um, and it was often quoted in numerous uh, things, follow the money, right? Do you really think the network's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? We'll go one weekend with uh, just, just one football eight, game. One, one football game, yeah. Yeah. We're talking millions and millions of dollars of contracts and yep. trucks moving and John, you of all people know this best. I mean, what it takes to prep a game and all the trucks. That oh yeah, in, it's, it's insane. Yep. yep. So yeah, it's a, it's a, you're right, Rick. That's a tough. Yeah. Do they really are they going to say okay, just this one Sunday we'll have one game? Yeah. Rick, was it Mark Felt who told you that one? Day, you know, one time. It was my good friend Mark Felt. Yeah, Mark Felt. Uh, I used to meet him late at night in parking garages in Washington D.C. Yeah, I thought it was Major Teddy. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Uh, yeah, I just I, if I'm a betting man, I'm saying they just call it a tie. I mean, that's the least amount of damage you could do to the whole season. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. I think they just. Yeah, it's either give them both a tie or you just say, like, um, you know, uh, we're not going to count that game. Right. The crazy thing is, right, if everything follows the plan, um, they would meet each other in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're two and three right now. Yeah. Right, so then what happens? Is that a, let's say they both win next week. Is or this week. Is it a coin flip then? Who gets the home game? Well, it's... Uh, it comes down to that? The Bills are 12-3 and three and the Bengals are 11-4. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, I mean, if they both win this week. And the Chiefs are playing the Raiders. So, yeah. I, don't th- I, I, I don't think they're going to lose. Although, I would have said that against the Broncos. Uh, but they got pushed to the very edge with them, so... New, and New England plays plays Buffalo, um, mm-hmm. and Baltimore and Cincinnati play. 
So both, I mean, those games, the the other teams are still in it, right? Yep. So, yep. you know, it's not like either of those teams are going to roll over. Those are going to be competitive games. So Absolutely. Um, yep. You know, it's not like you can say, um, you know, we're just going to play our second stringers because we're going to play, you know, we're going to finish this other game later. So yep. It's the best. Well, here's where Goodell earns his uh, $25 million. So. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So. All right. Anything else for around the NFL? Or should we move on to our next segment? Let's move on, John. All right. Seven questions this week. Uh, seven questions will be from Evan, directed at myself. I didn't realize okay. this, I, we hadn't done this yet, so Evan was kind enough to remind me that he um, had not asked me seven questions just yet. So, Evan, you're on the board. Question okay, number one. So Has Kathy little, approved the Camus purchase? <laughs> <laughs> a little twist on seven questions for you today, John. No! <laughs> We're doing rapid fire, looking for one-word answers. Oh, very exciting. Okay, so we're going to start start with an easy one and move and progress down the board. Um, I would give myself an A plus. <laughs> All right, starting with in uh, unrelated topics, tequila or whiskey? Uh, straight. Am I talking drinking straight up or uh, for one word answers? First thing, first thought that comes to mind. I need uh, tequila. Done. Okay, I just got corrected by our executive. Our executive producer just walked in and just yelled at me. So, all right, tequila, go. Done. Number two, Eagles uniform. Are we going with the green, white, or black jersey? Uh, Kelly green. Kelly green. Check that box. Number three, the vet or Lincoln Financial Field. I just got to go Lincoln Financial Field. I yeah, Lincoln Financial. Sorry, Vet. Okay. You know, you're, you're breaking your brother's heart on that answer. Okay. I know, I know. No, number four, Harold Carmichael in his prime or A.J. Brown? Uh, I'm going to go Harold Carmichael in his prime. Like, prime time, yeah, yep. Prime time Harold Carmichael, yep. Number five, uh, first, okay, the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word Philadelphia, besides the Eagles? Uh, and you can't say Schuylkill. birthplace. You know, it's sad, Schuylkill Expressway. Is that pathetic or what? <laughs> yes. Check that box, we'll take that answer. <laughs> All right, number six. Next topic, so movie. <laughs> can you Can you hear? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. I just got, yeah. I, you know what? There's, <laughs> there's nowhere on here I give myself an F minus. How, how about mom and dad? I give myself an A plus. Oh, mom and dad would have been a, a really good answer there. But Inky okay. Field. How about that? That, that one's for you, Rick. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, number six. Next topic: movies. Invincible or Rocky? Rocky. Okay. Sorry, Mark Wahlberg. You ain't cutting it. Plus, Rocky won Best Picture. I mean, right? I mean. I should have thrown at you. I should have made it a little more difficult. Invincible or Rocky Four? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, that's a little more challenging. Because Rocky Four was the one with uh, Tommy Gunn, right? No, Drago. Drago was... Oh, that's right. Uh, I'd go four. I'd still go four. Okay, all right. Sorry, I was thinking Rocky... Ro- yeah, Rocky Five was the one with uh, Tommy Gunn. Yeah. All right, Which, question if number it was, seven. If it was Rocky Five, I would probably go back to Invincible. This is a little, it's a little tough now. No. Oh. Conference championship games, if you could have one win, which would it have been? 2002 versus the St. Louis Rams. 2003 versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. 2004 versus the Carolina Panthers. Or 2009 versus the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, God, probably the Rams. Probably the Rams game. And there you have it. Seven questions, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there we go. That deserves a. Sorry. What's that? Oh, uh, Blaze, you know what you, you just got? You just got a... I would give myself an A-plus. From the executive producer. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. Uh, that's exciting. Wow, that's a nice little twist. Uh, nice work. Thanks, sir. Uh, you know what? I think she also appreciates the speed in which that occurs. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> God knows some of this is, is, is lagged on, and I've been given the evil eye a couple times. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, our next uh, next uh, segment. I don't know if there's much more ground to, to cover here for the Camus Bowl. Uh, I think we kind of talked about everything earlier. Uh, is there anything else we need to add, you know, looking at the game coming up? Any kind of thoughts, hopes, dreams? No, it's fears? just been duly noted. A case of Camus is on the line. <laughs> What a, I, you know, what, for all oh, our no. fans out there, no, I, I, I'm just for, uh, just for, uh, you know, people's perspective. Wait, really? A case? Maybe. You get oh a yeah, and I, I would like actually, <laughs> I would, I want you to put up either a Wait, hold stream on. of your face during the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if I win, I get a bottle. If you win, you get twelve bottles. You basically eleven bottles. Yeah. You said uh, it. I didn't there, buddy, hey, buddy. Hey, Evan, if you can cut me in on three bottles, I'll support the, your, that whole bet. You got it, Rick. For, for <laughs> folks that don't know, Camus goes for about 80 bucks a bottle. But I'm sure <laughs> at a case, uh, you could probably get a nice discount. Either that or we're going to have to go to, hopefully there's a sale at uh, uh, Grocery Outlet Bargain Market on Camus Wines, but we'll see. Or you'll be looking in your uh, kitchen there, uh, John. John yeah. John's going to be on to the Camus uh, Vineyard. Right after this, and see yeah. if he can. Uh, you know, we have this bet coming up, and we call it the Camus Bowl. Can we yeah. get a free. Uh, can we get a, can free, a free case. Free case yeah. Give you a free advertising. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can you can be the the lead sponsor on our next podcast. How about that? For free. <laughs> Broadcasting out to all five listeners. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the over under is forty two and a half. Eagles are favored by thirteen and a half. So I think. Vegas is basically saying that uh, the Giants are not going to play their starters through all the, the entire game. 
Um, Basically, they're rip- saying the, the score is going to be 27-14, 27-15, somewhere in that range. That's, you know, as I say, I was going to kind of work backwards off of that and say, like, this is probably what the score end up being because you probably you know, like Rick just yeah, did 14, 28, 13, something like that. It's kind of crazy though that that's how it turned out though. That the Giants can now coast and the Eagles are sweating it. Uh, yeah, it's, that I never it's saw it coming. Nope. Uh, Daniel, so prop bet Daniel Jones passing yards over under is 192.5 which I think basically acknowledges that they're saying he's not going to play the whole game. Um, so yeah, I mean should be interesting. I mean, the you know, protect the quarterback. That's all I got to say, or else the season's over, just like that. So. Rick, anything else you want to add? Blaze, anything else you want to add? Uh, the only thing I was going to add it was, do we want to uh, invite uh, one of our listeners on to comment on anything before we go? Oh, I think that is a uh, an invitation to our father, uh, King of the Oblong. Seeing if he can uh, give him a second to see if he can navigate the UI, or if he maybe maybe he does it. Just for the record, uh, our father has had about three glasses, three full glasses of wine tonight. Um, so he uh, he may be a little more loquacious uh, than usual, but he's not uh, advancing up into the callers uh, portion just yet. Or maybe how do I? Uh, I could do this. How to invite him? I, that's what I just did. I just did the uh, in, invite to speak, and it didn't seem to work. Is he even paying attention? No, I think he's falling asleep. Actually, he had about three glasses of red wine. So, well, usually it takes about two glasses of uh, two cups of coffee, and then he's out in fifteen minutes. Yeah, wine. Did, I guess wine. I would. You think wine would work the other way, but maybe not. Well, looks like he's not coming on. And he's not exactly coming in the door to say, how does this work? So, um, All right, maybe next week. Should we Send move on to... Uh, what? Send him my best. Uh, well, hold on. Executive producer's uh, working on uh, getting this fixed. So oh. hang tight out there, world fans. Um, in the meantime, we can um, do this. Yep, Snyder, still an ass. Rick, back to you. I was wondering that we didn't have any of those uh, this week. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do a, a fresh uh, drop because, yeah. I thought Major Teddy looked a little bit like Snyder, actually. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you gotta unmute yourself. Lower left hand corner. Oh, there uh, you go. Uh, I have, uh, good evening. I have one uh, scheduling issue that's a problem. And that is the game for Philadelphia and the Cowboys are simultaneously Sunday afternoon at 325 start time. East and being Central. that I'm going to be in that s- city in Texas that we don't like to talk about, uh, I was wondering if you could rearrange the schedule so that the Philadelphia game would start earlier. Well, we could do one better. Uh, John, can you equip our father with a uh, pipe bomb to plant at Jerry's? <laughs> Whoa! 
<laughs> uh, kids, for the record, we do not advocate violence on this, but uh, yes, I can okay. actually. But uh, so, what if what if Dallas, if the Cowboys win this weekend? What happens? Uh, they get another win in their win column. If the if the if the Eagles win, it's a complete complete moot right, point. Right. If the Giants, it's, if the Eagles lose and Dallas wins, then Philadelphia is the fifth seed as opposed to the fourth uh, as opposed to the first seed. That's a bummer. Okay. Well, I all I gotta say is. Uh, Go Eagles and Evan, I apologize for uh, that enthusiasm with the Philadelphia team. Sorry you're on the opposite end of the uh, No, it's, it's, way, it's uh, quite a right, Dick. I'm, I'm looking forward to receiving a gigantic case of games from your son. <laughs> well, I would help you if you need any. Uh, and, and, you got and, it. We'll, we'll, we'll pop it together. <laughs> it's, it's consuming. Because you're, you're, you're already in the playoffs, so, you know, look at it okay. like that. All right. Uh, good job, guys. Always fun to listen to you. Uh, good work, and uh, thanks for inviting me in. Talk to you later. Bye. I, I well, wait before you hang up. I would like to know what was your experience like listening to the game on Sunday. Oh, you know, Merrill does a nice job, and uh, uh, but you know, adding both the sound and visual uh, to it just is a great enhancement. Um, but uh, you know, to, to be able to see what's being uh, uh, played out in front of you, along with a, a verbal con- uh, uh, aspect of the game, is is, is great. But I, I, you know, I the long time before I would pay big bucks to go to a football game and watch from you know 120 rows back, uh, as opposed to sitting in front of a large screen. 60, 75 inch TV and, and watch it that way. So, um, I'm with you, Dick. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, I just uh, enjoy watching the games and the um, the detail you get and the replays. Generally, pretty much instant after a questionable play is an enhancement you certainly don't get uh, um, when you're there physically watching the game, although you can got the big screen up there, I guess you can look at it that way. But uh, that's what you miss, in my opinion, uh, when you only listen to it verbally. So, and I can't, uh, uh, I can't get, I don't get as mo- as emotionally involved verbally in watching the game or seeing the game or listening to the game verbally as opposed to Visual and and the verbal simultaneously because you you can react. Sorry, Dad. We have this quick update. The the Seventy Sixers just closed out the Indiana Pacers in OT, one twenty nine to one twenty six. Dad, back to you. Okay. Uh, so, I have uh, one last question for you, and then we'll wind this up. Now, this weekend, yes. you're not going to have. You're not going to be at home. You're not going to be with one of your sons. Are you going to? How are you going to watch or take in the game? Because if it's the same time as the Cowboys game and you're in Texas, you're not going to get the Eagles game. No, I I understand that. I haven't solved that mystery yet, but I'm working on it. I, okay. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure there is a solution unless I can find some place uh, in Texas that uh, uh, they have the Sunday ticket, and I go in someplace on my own. And a low profile, and uh, watch the game. Okay. 
but being in Texas, and they probably forbid anybody of the Philadelphia nature going into any, even the Sunday ticket, they wouldn't beam it. So, but anyway, I, I, I will report in next week as to how I solved that problem. Yeah, please. I'll be very curious to see what you run into down there in the wonderful world of uh, Longhorns, Cowboys, and Texans. All right. So, again, uh, like I say, good job, guys. Thanks for inviting me in. And uh, until the next week. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, joining us. Happy New Year. And to you. Bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. See you later. See you later. All right, let's move on to our final segment of the week, uh, unrelated topic of the week. So in the spirit of what's occurred um, uh, over the past month or so with uh, Southwest, I thought I'd be curious, Rick, Blaze, Evan the Giants fan, you both have been prolific travelers uh, over the past you know, decades or so. What are some of your, you know, give me one of your god-awful airport airline stories. Walter, uh, you want to go first? I will go first. In uh, one time I was flying, I don't even remember where it was, but I went and checked in, checked my bag, you know, giving up control, right, as soon as you check your bag. But I think I was going to San Francisco or something. And I got to the gate, and it was like an hour before the flight, and there was no plane there. And so I went up to the, you know, the little desk there, and I said, so what's, you know, when's a plane coming? Or, and the lady said to me, well, right now, we don't have a plane, and we don't have a crew yet. And I was hmm. like, well, then kind of like this flight is more of an idea right now than it is an actual flight. And she said, yeah, that would be a pretty good way of putting it right now. <laughs> well, at least she was honest. <laughs> and finally a plane showed up, and then, um, uh, you know, they found a crew, and, um, you know, we ended up being like two hours late. But, yeah, that was the, the flight that was nothing, and then all of a sudden it was created from scratch somehow. Hmm. Fascinating. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, can you beat the uh, the notion that a flight was just an idea, not an actual flight? This is a true story. It's actually no. Oh, that okay, I like so it. We're on, a, we're on a we're on a plane. We're heading down in the, the uh, Caribbean, and I kid you not, I'm sitting next to my sound mixer. We're drinking some cocktails, relaxing somewhere over the Atlantic, and he's like, you know what? I think right about now we're over the Bermuda Triangle. And I was like, ooh, spooky. Not two minutes later, all of a sudden, you feel like a jolt in the plane. Like, this program is about... Oh, darn it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to try to play the Unsolved Mysteries. But I forgot there was the... Uh, <laughs> so there's like the a head. jolt. And then all of a sudden, total chaos. Like, ah! We just start plunging into the ocean. For like five seconds, there's people mm. like who weren't wearing a seatbelt, smash their heads. My drinks goes in my buddy's face. Luggage is coming out of the racks, and then five seconds later, <laughs> we're back to smooth sailing. Now, and you hear this guy up front like saying, "What the f was that?" And everyone's <laughs> just kind of like in full on like, "Holy hell, what, what just happened?" 
and we're open, we're waiting for the pilot to come on and say something. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't no. nosedive to plan and not say anything. <laughs> and we were just like, did I just happen? What the hell just happened? Yeah, everyone's waiting for the pilot. And no, he never came on. Never gave us mm. an explanation of what the hell happened. It's like, did he fall asleep at the wheel and just like hit the, hit the, hit the wheel straight down? I don't know. Yeah. So, and worst airport on record? I would say it's a tie between Atlanta and Chicago. Yep. Yep. Atlanta's a good, uh, good uh, candidate for worst worst airport. My my kind of, my my worst my uh, unfortunate uh, flight situation was a little bit it was kind of self induced. So I was, uh, was during my XFL years and I was flying I was flying home from LA. So going from LA to to New York and. This was late into the season, and we were forced to fly TWA, which at, the, at that point, as some people might not know, was a failing airline. So the flights were cheap. This is back, you know, the XFL was realizing like they're not making a lot of money, so they're sticking us on cheap flights, and this happens to be TWA. So uh, I go out that night after the game. I have a few uh, too many cocktails. Um, make my way to the airport, nice and early, first flight out. And check in, you know, not feeling great, little kind of, you know, a little tired, you know, dare I say a little hungover. So I'm like, all right, I'm here nice and early. I'm going to plant myself right in front of the door at the gate and just I'll be ready. And so I literally the closest seat next to the door to the jetway at the gate, sit my bag down, sit myself down, close my eyes and I wake up. I, you know, I, I close my eyes. There's a bunch of people running around doing their things. I wake up. I it felt like ten minutes later. Open my eyes. Nobody around. <laughs> Little do I know, I'd been asleep for about an hour and a half. No one cared to wake me up. I and uh, they, the plane took off without me. <laughs> and I just was there was no one there to yell at. Like, how did you not? How could you not wake me up? I was clearly on the flight, and then I was forced. To due to uh, uh, TWA having to um, dial back all their flights, the next flight to New York was not until 5:30 that night. So I had to walk uh, LAX, hungover all day, just trying to entertain myself. And so that was not a fun day. So, and yes, Atlanta is probably the worst airport uh, ever, easily. I think. Ever in the history of aviation. Yeah, in the history of aviation. It I'm sure there's probably the one that's been... Major Tutty Award. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, the Major Tutty Award. That's a good one. We'll have to use that again. Uh, all right, anything else uh, we need to catch up on before we uh, head out? Uh, not for me. No! All right. Game on, boys. Yeah, can't wait. Came as bowl. It's on. This could be legendary or nothing, but uh, <laughs> I'm now a case or one bottle. We'll see how we'll see how it unfolds. Yeah, well, you know where I'm rooting. So, uh, well, fly eagles fly. We'll see you guys. See everyone on the other side. Have a good week. You too, gentlemen. <laughs>